Hi guys, welcome back to Talk with Allison podcast. It is really nice to have you guys back on this. This is a mental health podcast. It is aimed at keeping us stable with our emotions and our mental health. Feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at 7 Allison and also drop a message in my mailbox via talkwithallisontoday at gmail.com. Hi guys, you guys are welcome to another episode of Talk With Allison podcast. This is basically a continuation of the last episode, which was released last week. And um, it was talking about building vulnerability. Uh, part one, that's visiting the, um, the wrong narratives. Yes, I, I am so happy as, the, um, as regards to the responses I got concerning the last episode. People were like, it's really, it was really, really beneficial. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to definitely dive into the other part today so i'll just keep it at two parts but one was the last one this is going to be part two and it's basically going to highlight important things steps to take um towards being pretty much vulnerable okay like pretty much the right way to express vulnerability how best to be vulnerable you know how to pick out someone that you should be vulnerable with yes so, you know, we talked about having, you know, the societal effects and, you know, how these things have affected people in the previous generation and they've passed it down to us based on how the society works and all of it, you know, how we've perceived vulnerability. Yes, we did. We did talk about that. So today is basically more or less just focus on ourselves. Okay, we've, we've actually understood that our our um, immediate environment has a lot of role to play as regards to how we feel, how we express ourselves. Yes, it does. It really does. But I believe we can tune ourselves, we can teach ourselves how best to accept things. Okay, we can teach ourselves that, yes, this is what people are saying, but how we perceive it our perception of things is what forms our own reality. I used to say the difference between someone that is sane, quote unquote sane, and someone that is insane is how these people understand the world around them. If that's too far-fetched. I mean, you listening to me and me speaking, the difference between you and I is basically how we perceive things. Okay, your view towards life is what makes you act the way you do act as regards to life. My view towards life makes me act the way I act as regards to life. So, it is just basically how you perceive things. So, it's possible that the world can give you the world can give you a, a particular where you should see things and you decide no this is not how i want to see things i have a better feeling of how i should see things and you start seeing things or creating those images you know for yourself and 
it works. The world turns out to be how you imagine it to be most of the times. So why am I saying this? I'm saying this because the society, our immediate environment, the world around us has given us a particular narrative, a particular belief as regards to vulnerability. But it is our duty to know how best to internalize, assimilate and accommodate those narratives and thoughts. You choose what is best for your existence, not what someone thinks is best for your existence. You know, it's pretty much very controversial, but I have come to understand that however we feel as regards to things are valid because this, those feelings exist. Now we should know is it the best for us. If we see that it is pretty much toxic for us, then we know that we have to change it. Okay, so you, the society might give you a view towards vulnerability, but it's your duty to say, okay, I don't want to have this view anymore. I prefer to have a, a more healthier view as regards to vulnerability. So you need to understand these things and, you know, accept them and start working on them against what the society has given to us. For example, society say vulnerability is weakness. I know that. In fact, I have been one of the people that have you know been affected by this narrative and i tell myself you know what it takes a lot to bottle up courage to talk about something it takes a lot to say hello allison i feel this way i want to talk about it i want to talk to you about how i feel so that to me is a lot of strength okay we need to understand that Vulnerability is no weakness. So you have to basically have that understanding within you as regards to ch challenging what the, the, the society and people around you have actually made you to believe before now. Help you to change your narrative and have a, you know, living your life to the fullest. Okay, because whether you like it or not, if you try to be vulnerable and people shut you out and you tend to be numb as regards to that, it affects every other emotion. So you, you, over time, you tend to be numb to regenerate joy genuine happiness, genuine laughter because you're shutting your emotions down. It affects a lot of other areas. Bottling up your emotions, suppressing them, repressing them comes up as a different kind of emotion or effect. You might not know subconsciously it's happening. Okay? So the very first thing, very, very simple point I want to, I want to like bring out now is you have to understand your vulnerability. You have to understand your vulnerability. I know that I cry a lot and it might seem to be that I am weak but it's just the way I express myself better. So what do I do? I understand that fact and I accept it. Second step is to accept it. Is to accept that it doesn't make you less of a person that you are. It doesn't make you less of a human that you are. You are beautiful. You are amazing for being that, for letting your emotions out, either by crying. I think I've had a talk with someone and uh, I'm tired of crying. I don't like the fact that I cry so much. Cool. That also is a feeling and it's cool. But you don't have to beat yourself up for trying to express yourself. That is the easiest way you can let go of those negative feelings. You have to, you know, 
accept it. You have to embrace it. You also have to accept that vulnerability is your strength. You don't go about giving your strength anyhow to people. You don't go about giving your strength out to any any other person. You don't just get up in the morning and want to express your strength. No, you have to be careful where you let your strength out. So they don't use it as an advantage. Do you understand? They don't use it as an advantage. Basically, a lot of us have been victims of, you know, speaking to the wrong people. And they, started, they end up laughing at us. It, it ended up becoming news and gist to the world in general. To people around us, to our environment. It's not like it was your fault. The only thing you didn't do right there was to give it to the right person. That was the only thing you didn't do right there. Okay, we need to know how to express ourselves to the right people. I'm going to definitely talk about how to, um, how to basically detect the right people and people to give this vulnerability to to express ourselves to. Right, I'm going to talk about that uh, maybe later on, but I just want to want us to understand that vulnerability is your strength. It takes a lot of courage for someone to be pretty much vulnerable. You can't be vulnerable if you're weak. I think I said that on the last episode. You know, a lot of people are scared of putting themselves out there because they think that they're not good enough. Mm. That might be perceived as weakness, but trust me, if you, first of all, let's say if you feel like you're not good enough, it's limiting. And for you to basically say it out, that is strength. That's a lot of strength. We don't have to deny ourselves of vulnerability. You know, the, the, the effect of denying ourselves of, of ourselves of being vulnerable is we are locking up ourselves in the prison. Deep down inside of us, these things want to come out. Let's say, for example, you are pressed. You want to use the toilet or the restroom, okay? And you keep on avoiding it avoiding it. There is a limit to which your bladder can accommodate urine. And if you don't, it's going to come out involuntarily. You can piss in your pants. You can, you can shit on yourself. So yes, this is a very practical example of how emotions are. The moment you keep bottling them up, bottling them up, deny yourself of it, deny yourself of it, you're putting yourself in a prison. And one day, it is going to cry out to be heard. It's going to be, it's going to shout for release. It's going to, it's going to need freedom. So, let us cut down these walls. Let us cut down these barriers we've kept as regards to letting our emotions out, letting our feelings out, and let us focus on basically bringing these emotions out, letting people know that this is how I feel. This is what is eating me up. You know, we have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. As very f simple as that may sound, it is very difficult. Your comfort zone is, you know, don't talk about it. How are you? I'm fine. How are you really? How are you? Are you really fine? Is it that you just want to shy away from the discussion, which a lot of us do, because it's more like, don't worry, you understand. So. There's no need for me to talk about it because you won't understand. 
yes it has happened to me i'm i'm basically recording this podcast not because i know these things uh because i'm a mental health professional or uh, an emotional coach no i'm saying these things because i've actually received it i've actually experienced it okay i've said i'm saying these things because i have seen it happen firsthand this happened to me i've experienced this in real time so i have basic knowledge of how it works okay know that it is your strength and you have to own it stop denying yourself of it if those emotions are not supposed to be there you're not going to feel them we are not going to feel them for the fact that we feel them it means they're supposed to be there but they're not supposed to limit us we can coexist with our emotions we can coexist with love we can coexist with pain we can coexist with anger we can coexist with sadness they are not there to limit us they are just there for us to make us feel human if you need to express them you have to express them if at the time you need to okay i don't want to say anything now cool you can sit it out spend a you time but don't sit it out to the point of not wanting to talk about it anymore that is where the issue is when you sit it out to the point where uh, to the point where you don't want to talk about it anymore it becomes a problem for you that's let's say for example you get to feel some type of way and you say okay i don't want to talk about it it's it's it goes off you feel it goes off but it's just keep it's just kept somewhere else and at another time you have to feel some way you say okay i don't want to talk about it you keep piling up these things one day there will be a shout there will be a cry for freedom and it might express itself in the wrongest of ways that you might not actually necessarily want to you know it might not be like okay this is why i don't it might even lead to more guilt this is why i don't want to be vulnerable because look at me now i'm helpless so do your best to express yourself at every point you need to don't hold it down don't keep it in stop denying yourself of it bring down the walls you set up there's a shame that comes with you know being vulnerable or not being vulnerable rather there's a shame that comes with not being vulnerable and being vulnerable as well okay because it's a two-way thing you can actually decide to be vulnerable and you regret it and also not being vulnerable and you also feel bad for it you like why don't you just express yourself what is it? you're no good you can't do this there's a shame that comes with that. you have to overcome excuse me you have to overcome that shame by loving yourself <clears throat> excuse me i had a podcast one time on um, cultivating self-compassion it's on it's on my podcast on apple, apple podcast and also spotify you would find it there cultivating self-compassion I, I think everybody needs to go back and listen to that you understand that when you love yourself so much you develop a level of kindness to yourself and you understand that putting unnecessary emotions built up inside of you is you not being kind to yourself 
So you have to give yourself that love. You have to give yourself that compassion. You have to accept yourself. There's a, there's a long process. I, I think I, I, I nailed it. It was two parts, right? Two parts, part one, part two. You know, if, if you feel like you want to understand how to cultivate this self-compassion, I, I would recommend you go back and listen to the episode, Cultivating Self-Compassion. It helps you to be in a totality of yourself. It helps you to be in a totality of yourself. It helps you to understand uh, that you're not perfect. You, 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 can, you can make mistakes and it's very fine to make mistakes. It helps you to, you know, take out time for yourself, you time, introspective time. It helps you to embrace your authentic self. Now, in embracing your authentic self, you have to actually know the you that is available, that is on at the, mo- at the point in time. For you to know, okay, do I have to prune things? Do I have some things to work on? So this process helps you to embrace your authentic self. So the, the thing with vulnerability is that we hide from it in ourselves. We, we run away from it in ourselves. We deny ourselves of it. But we look for it in others. We are looking forward to people being vulnerable. But when it comes to us, we... Even me talking to you right now, it's easy for me to say, Oh, I'm a mental health professional. I'm an emotional coach. Please come to me. Let's be vulnerable. But when it has to do with me being vulnerable, it's always this point. It's more like a reflex. No, I don't want to. I'm fine. I'm okay. It's paradox. It's paradox of life, basically. Um, you only take the uh, the knowledge I have and say, okay, fine. It's okay for me to be vulnerable. And then I meet my own therapist, and then I'm vulnerable. But the the, the bottom line is, we we need to first of all embrace these things within us. We have to first of all see that it is very normal to be vulnerable. It is very beautiful to be vulnerable. This might sound pretty much emotional, but it's important we get this. You cannot um, numb other emotions, negative emotions you feel, or we would call them, without it affecting the positive emotions. You can't put a, a stop to pain without it affecting how you react to joy. You might feel happy, but the extent to which your happiness would would lie would not be to its fullest because there is something that is already cutting off these emotions as regards to the negative part. You put a numb to pain, you can't even feel love enough. Because all these emotions exist with each other. So they can coexist. You can coexist pain and happiness, hate and love. There is no point to rule off or to ignore or to deny ourselves of these emotions. Because it has almost an equal but opposite response as regards to the other emotions. So there is basically no need to hide from it. Own it. It is yours. 
and it's very beautiful because when you're vulnerable you can access joy you can access you can have freedom of your of your eternal image your internal image rather you can have freedom you can have the totality of yourself felt let us not lie to ourselves there are points where we feel so bitter and then we cry and we feel good maybe once in a while that feeling of being free because you have expressed it is one of the beautiful parts of living i met a friend of mine that used to basically say oh he can't cry for a lady something happened and he was in tears and i i, I asked him how did you how do you feel right now he said i'm happy he's a very intelligent person he said he doesn't necessarily have to blame himself because he had never had the chance to cry because of a lady before but right now he feels like that part of him that he has been holding so much inside that made him to look like if you cry for a lady is a weak point he feels free from it no so there is there is actually a, a mental bondage we keep ourselves inside when we embrace some kind of narrative as regards to how we internalize our emotions accommodate our emotions so when you are able to release that thing you would feel it deep down inside of you feel the freedom you are meant to have letting that part of your emotions out there's no need for anybody to lie to you it is very beautiful you lie to yourself it is very beautiful to express your vulnerability the only thing is you need to understand who and where to be vulnerable is this a safe space how do you know the safe space fine now as regards to people i'm going to give you these few points i'm going to wrap up with these few points okay um pay attention to it i'm going to take it pretty much slow with pretty um, very practical examples so the first thing i look at when i'm looking out for someone i want to be vulnerable with is do they respect boundaries do they have boundaries it is a thing with people we feel like anything goes no not in, in anything that goes not everything that goes you need to select what goes for you you can't just keep your life as anything goes so if you keep your life as anything goes it, it makes you like a like um, a can in the ocean just tossed around you need to set boundaries mental boundaries and physical boundaries not barriers <laughs> boundaries boundaries help you to know what to let in now the difference between boundaries and barriers is barrier is more like a shutdown a lock boundary is more flexible okay you come in all right don't go like a gate you can open it you can close it barriers are more like a stop don't move kind of thing so is boundaries and not barriers okay you need to set boundaries you need to see these people do they set boundaries do they even know what boundaries are do they even have boundaries so if you see someone that has boundaries that res understand boundaries it's easy for them to respect boundaries you basically can't respect to a good extent what you don't understand and appreciate so when you're talking to these people over time you can check if these people understand what boundary is or if they even have boundaries that is one for example let me use let me just give a very simple example myself somebody comes to me now 
and say, well, Alison, I want to talk to you. And I'll be like, okay, fine, it's cool. But right now is a time for me to focus on maybe I have something to do. I would, I might have to maybe say, okay, fine, because it's more or less an emergency. Let me listen to you. So if you're paying attention to me, you understand that this person has boundaries. And if I accept boundaries, then I understand what boundaries are. Okay. It's going to be easy for them to understand you. Okay. And respect your boundaries, which means if you tell me how much you feel, I respect the fact that you don't want me to share it with anybody because it's how much you feel. I really find that I'm not supposed to laugh at it. I'm not supposed to downplay it because it is a boundary I'm crossing. Whether you set it up or not, it's a boundary that I'm crossing and it's not going to be appreciated. That's a very practical example of knowing how best to or who is the best person for you to be vulnerable with. So you have to understand them. It might take a while. Well, your constant relationship with them, conversations with them would help you know if these people have boundaries or they respect boundaries or they even have understanding of what boundaries are. Now, are they emotionally intelligent? I always, you know, focus on emotional intelligence because to me, it's like the basis of everything. The relationship with people, everything. EQ is like the basis of everything. It amounts to 75% of one's success in life. It is more important than IQ. Trust me. I, I ask myself, how well does this person recognize, manage, and control their emotions and as it affects other people? Because that's what emotional intelligence is. How well you can recognize, control, and manage your emotions and how it affects others. So if this person knows how to do these things I just listed, then this person has a great level of emotional intelligence, which makes it pretty much easy for me to be vulnerable with this person. So that is one very good part of it. Okay, for example, Alison. How does Alison recognize his anger or his um his um irritations? How does he control it? How does he manage it? And how well does he does he allow it to affect people around him or how well does he not allow it to affect people around him? That would help you to know that, okay, this person is very much more trustworthy to express myself to. Trust me, these steps I'm giving to you, they don't come in any of the others I'm listing, but, <clears throat> excuse me, you can put them into practice. And it works. Trust me, it works. <clears throat> now, how do they express their own emotions? <laughs> this is very important. If I, I should, I would have even said this should be the first thing, because... When you see people that shut out their own emotions, that don't validate their own emotions, that don't accept their own emotions, your emotions will be nothing to them, will be absolutely nothing to them. These people don't deserve the vulnerability. It's a very straightforward thing. I don't have to say so much on this one. How well do they react to their emotions? Do they express their emotions how well do they express their emotions these persons don't appreciate their emotions why do you think they are going to appreciate you these persons don't believe in love why do you think they're going to believe in the love you have for them these persons feel like anything can come anything can go 
why do you feel like whatever you're going to say to them is important or it means anything to you or to them? You have to look out for this. If you see that they don't express their emotions very well, they don't know how to they don't appreciate it, they don't own it, then it's a sign that you are not supposed to be expressing your emotions to these people. Now remember, the point is vulnerability is beautiful. But that doesn't mean you should just be vulnerable with anybody. You need to understand. That shows that you're emotionally intelligent as well. But you know how to recognize how you feel. You know how to express how you feel. You know how to control it. You know how to manage it. Okay? Then another very important part I'm going to list is how they react to emotions of people around them. For example, I remember one time I was on a space and somebody said something and they said laughing at her. It might look like cruise. We shall we've used the word cruise to just cover a lot of things. We've used the word cruise to, you know, just quote a lot of things. That is not the case. You need to understand how people feel and respect it. So when you look around, you look at people that you want to be vulnerable with, how do they react to other people's emotions? How do they react to people's emotions around them? You know, that will help you to know if this person is the right person to be vulnerable because you're not, you're not going to be an exception if they don't handle someone's emotion properly. Yours is not going to be an exception. And maybe you now being blind to that, deciding to express yourself, might make you get to the or feel like you're invalidated with the way you feel. Yes. Yes, it happens. You feel invalidated a lot. And that might make you ashamed of yourself. And then it goes on and on and on. Okay? It is not possible for everyone to give you the right answer. Trust me, that's going to be very unrealistic. It is not possible for everyone to give you the right answer or to tell you what you want to hear. But you have to learn how to set a boundary in your head because you can't control what people are going to say most of the times. Okay? But that should not stop you from being vulnerable. Just set a boundary in your head, mental boundary that will help you shut off Things that are not supposed to be there and letting things that are supposed to be there. Basically, basically, you have to pay more attention to yourself. You have to do the self work. You have to, you have to evolve personally. You have to evolve. You have to grow as a person. You have to enhance some of your capabilities. You have to come out better than you were before. You have to show them that. You have to show the world that evolution, evolution and evolution, yeah, basically evolution positively is a thing for you. Own up your vulnerability, accept it, appreciate it. See the beauty in it. See that you will only be living life halfly if you don't accept your vulnerability because it's part of you. You can't keep a part of your emotions numb and it won't affect the other parts. Definitely will. I I want to believe that everybody listening to this 
would have pretty much a level of understanding on how beautiful it is to express yourself. You can reach out to my DMs on Twitter at Seven Allison. Or you can write to me as you guys have been doing my email talkwithallisontoday at gmail.com. We can help you understand yourself better and get to appreciate your authentic self. Thank you very much for listening. Have a nice day. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Talk With Alison podcast. Do not forget if you have any emotional struggle or mental health challenge, feel free to reach me on Twitter at 7th Allison and also drop a message in my email via talkwithallisontoday at gmail.com. See you in our next episode. Do have a nice day.